Your party has traveled north to the base of the Tolstoy Mountains in search of the Jaws of the Tallwood. A, the Tallwood is a forest filled with gigantic redwood trees, hundreds of feet tall. You found yourself in pursuit of a Rafe Lodron, who seemingly had something to do with the monster attack in Hemingway. When you arrived at the Jaws, you confirmed that it was, in fact, a cave system, where the entrances were marked covering, covered with large stalagmites and stalactites, giving the appearance of a toothy maw. The area around the caves was in disarray, scattered with the remains of animals and the familiar, now, red-orange lichen. Inside the tunnels, you found a ritualistic circle, as well as a lemire that bore a striking resemblance to the sickly Evandro Vasta, the person who turned into the monster before. As you investigated, your party was ambushed by a demonic imp, assumed to be Rafe Lodron, based on the unusually fine clothes that the creature wore. With the aid of your Subjiraki allies, Hatsa and Nikono Nasmyatsen, you were able to disrupt the dark ritual and defeat the imp. But when you tried to restrain him, he broke free. Uh, Rafe then activated a strange metal object to cast some kind of powerful, radiant spell, far stronger than any magic uh, any of you had ever seen up close. But the apparatus failed and destroyed its user. Uh, and that's where we left off. As you look around the cave, you see the smoking remains of Rafe Lodron, still sizzling and emitting heat. In the aftermath, you all notice a slight haze that cloaks the whole area in a reddish tint, as spores and other particles hang in the air like the upside down from Stranger Things. The circle has been disrupted, one candle is blown out, and the Lemire remains in the corner, continuing its song of sickly guttural moans. Uh, Valaverin, uh, when we last left off, you saw a scar on the far side of the cave, but it closed immediately when Cirilla cast her spells on the circle. The object the imp used, uh, which looks like a brass lighter, like a Zippo lighter, but the bottom is a lot longer, um, it is now dented and crumpled as if it had collapsed in on itself when it was used. You occasionally see the object spark with energy, as if it were short-circuiting. And you're all pretty certain that the ball of radiant energy that you saw would have straight up killed all of you, no questions asked, had it erupted as intended. You take a few couple of breaths in silence as you process everything that just happened still on guard for something else to go wrong. After a minute or so, the cave remains cold, damp, and most importantly, quiet. You feel that the danger is past, and the six of you have the cave to yourself. What would you like to do? Do you guys remember which is the lag might, which is the lag tight? <laughs> like tights hold tight to the ceiling. Oh, is that really how you remember it? I was gonna say and the opposite. Mites, so. Yeah, hmm. stalagmites might reach the ceiling someday. Oh wow! Fuck, I didn't know that was. Damn. 
that good of a. I, I would not tool. have remembered. I was going to say the opposite just by guess. Okay. Well, it sounds like we just almost died. But since this is like episode sub 10, it's probably a safe <laughs> assumption that we weren't going to yet. Um, so did. Wait, did any of you know that the Ib guy was Rafe Lodron? Because I don't know if I did. <laughs> No, I don't think we made that assumption last time. We just knew that he was dressed fancily. Spoiler alert. Fancy looking in. You know, I, I know we were chasing after Wraith, but I didn't know that the imp himself was. Usually when I imply stuff like that, I uh, you, you guys usually figure out what I'm trying to give you when I give you information like that, so I just assume that you figured it out. It's a strong <laughs> implication. Nah, we all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're not that bold. <laughs> um... But Cirilla, when you put out the candle before, I noticed um, part of the wall was affected. Maybe that also had some sort of a deterrent magical effect on the candle holder that this man was trying to use. It might have somehow saved our life in the process. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this circle is trying to do, but it didn't seem like good things, so getting it out of the way. Ooh, can I go okay. and investigate the wall where that scar was, or is, was before? Um, sure. Uh, as you walk over to the wall on the other side, then it looks like wall for now. Uh, make an investigation check. Okay, let's see here. That is a five. <laughs> yeah, it is. Whew. Good start. Even with a five, if there were still a big scar on the wall, you would notice it. Or if there was a stitch where it was, because you already saw it. Uh, but there's there's a cave back there. Uh, you do see, actually, over on the way, that there is a tunnel where the cave goes deeper. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's not on the map. An unexplored tunnel that we have not yet ventured in. That could be useful information. Yeah, since we mm. seem pretty aimless at the moment, going descending deeper into a dark chasm sounds like a good <laughs> direction. Uh, I, I call back to the rest of the party. You know, we could try lighting that candle again and seeing if something happens, but um, beyond that, I'm not sure. There's a tunnel here. We could go down there and see what else just lingers inside. I'd rather not try to activate an unknown uh, magic circle. Probably yeah, a good I idea. I would recommend that Lysander sketch down the uh, runes of the circle, though, if we wanted to investigate its purposes later. Already on it. Have it here copied into my journal. If nobody in town knows it, we can seek out some of the rites of the arcane to try and decipher this. The circle that you've copied down is not 100% complete because Cirilla did mess up part of it. So that part is incomplete, but other than that, you can take it down the rest of it. Oh, no Cirilla, issue. Cirilla, why would you do <laughs> Hey, she might have uh, saved our lives. We don't know. <laughs> uh, when we were getting that weird uh, introduction from a voice none of us can recognize, they kept mentioning a <laughs> word that I didn't know that was producing a sound that we didn't like. Oh, yeah, oh, same. What the was that? The Lemire is the name of the creature. That is the fleshy pile of marginally humanoid-looking creature. This thing. Yeah, that it is 
in the bottom left corner on the battle map that you have. Okay, it's like a pile of goo, if you will. Yes, that is spelled correctly. L-E-M-U-R-E. Okay. Um, Is it still writhing in goop pain? So writhing isn't the right word. It's just kind of slowly... Yeah, languishing is a good word, and it still continues to admit just... Okay. Well, I'm going to definitely kill that <laughs> wow. because we can't... Like like a demonic Eeyore. We can't suffer that for another second, so I'm just going to longbow it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. Have we tried even talking to this thing? Maybe it's still capable of... Oh, wow. All right, fine. 18 hits roll damage. No, nope, I refuse. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I refuse. Nope, you already you already shot. Okay. <laughs> Remember to call it out. Oh, nine. Your attacks. Nine. Uh, and your, yeah. Uh, I have a hard time imagining this goo had a lo- a ton of hit points. As you shoot it from far away. You don't quite hit a vital organ. <laughs> it has uh, organs. It is not... <laughs> Maybe, but you hit it. What looks to be it has enough of a shape that it has something that kind of resembles a shoulder. Uh, you hit it right in the shoulder. Okay. Does it produce any less annoying of a sound when it's mortally wounded? Oh. <laughs> okay. Worse. Worse then. <laughs> uh, it is the Lemure's turn. Oh Jesus! Wait, we're in combat. <laughs> well, it had kind turns of. before when we were fighting the imp, except it just kept making noise. It moves to there towards you. All right, I'm gonna shoot it again. Okay. Well, I mean, we probably need other people to. Is that? In hold here. on. Does anyone else want to do anything? I. No, I mean, does it look threatening? Yeah, it looks like it's probably gonna attack you. Oh. Or defend itself. Hmm. Hmm. Seems I've opened. It also looks almost. It almost. It's almost dead. I'll just. uh, Like like Guido take care of it. (laughs) Guido, wait, Evandro, can you understand us? Kill me. Okay, so I'm just gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than kudagrying and slitting the thing's throat, you continue to pummel it with arrows. It has a throat damage. <laughs> it has something resembling a throat. This is the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the way. <laughs> I guess I could use a weird machete theatrically, and it's it's too late. You already shot it with your bow. Sixteen hits, roll damage. Eleven piercing damage. What I'm piercing, I, oh, yeah. I'll never know. <laughs> the fleshy mound of person uh, then looks. Oh, yeah. Uh, you you hit it with the with that right in the forehead, and you hear. Uh, of its dying breath. Sweet. I hereby declare myself the uh, most merciful member of this group. (laughs) (laughs) If we're tracking kills, I believe that is your second. 
which Boom. probably does make you the most merciful. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, that would be your third because technically you also landed the final blow on the imp who you don't know who it is, and <laughs> therefore. But didn't the, the imp score do a like blow himself up kind of thing? Yeah, but as far as like defeating it in combat, okay, he would get the the count if we're counting it that way. Good enough. The score currently, if you are scoring, and I'm not going to be keeping score, so one of you would need to. It sounds like you is... have been so far. <laughs> it sounds like you already <laughs> took this. There's only yourself. been four enemies. There's only been four enemies, so I can produce it in my head pretty easy. Uh... <laughs> it is currently Guido at three, and uh, Nakono at one. Never mind, wow. you're no longer merciful. <laughs> and that's that's it. Gotcha. Okay, well, good thing no one was counting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was also the extent of my contributions, so next move is up to y'all. Well, that was rather gruesome. I'm going <laughs> to just turn back and take a look at the device that the imp was holding. Just, like, pull up my tools to carefully lift it with, like, a pair of pliers. Yeah, even though it's sparking with electricity, it doesn't look like it's going to... <laughs> it's going to... Oh, hello. Uh, it doesn't look... It, <laughs> it doesn't look like it's going to electrocute you or anything. It doesn't seem to have that much energy left in it. Right, so I was... Not to interrupt again, I'm sorry. I was just thinking... In the steampunky world, like when you say it's overflowing with energy, are you talking about electricity, or is this like electrical or uh, magical stuff we're talking about? This is sparking with electricity. Energy can mean a lot of different things. When we were talking about radiant energy, that was light power. Okay, so we were seconds uh, away from being killed by light. Basically, a radiant damage fireball. So the sun to metagame a little Which bit. Which would have hurt. Probably. Yeah. So I can I tell that this is or is not magical. Uh, make make an arcana check. That is a twenty. Thirty. It certainly was magical. Doesn't seem like it is anymore. It seems this device contained some magical charge, was able to store some potent energy. We're very lucky that it seems to have malfunctioned. I may be able to take it apart later, tinker around, determine the exact mechanism, but this isn't the best place to do that. The From your Arcana check, you also can gain, even though this would be more investigation, but we'll combine the two. It either broke or misfired. It definitely didn't work as intended. Right. Which I think you can assume, but... Yeah. I guess I'll just carefully put it into my backpack for now. Okay. Uh, what's everyone else doing? Uh, Valaverin is over looking at the... the blank wall of stone. <laughs> I, I, have, I have accepted that it is simply a blank wall of stone. Um, <laughs> and besides, yeah, like... Can I peer down the other tunnel that you mentioned you saw? Um, sure. Do, do I notice do you... anything particular, or is it just a tunnel that goes somewhere? Okay. Make a perception check. Ooh, let's hope it's better than my investigation. Um, 
A 17. As you look at it, you notice that all around it, while you were going in, it was pretty tight to not touch any of the red lichen as you were moving through. This next tunnel is totally covered. It would be more or less impossible to cross through without activating the lichen or whatever. Without touching it, at least. Without touching it. I mean, uh, this might not be a good passage for most of us here. It's completely covered in the moss stuff. Yeah, I could do it. Since I don't breathe. Or have flesh. <laughs> uh, that would be up to you, then. I don't think any of us would be able to follow. Uh, sure. I mean, I will proceed slowly and cautiously, Safely. but let's do it. Well, okay. yell if you get into trouble, and we'll do whatever we can, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you will mourn me. We'll mourn you from afar, because I have a feeling this isn't fair. Support. Yeah. 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 So you're going to try and trudge through? Sure. Scraping up okay. all the lichen on my way. Yeah, so you immediately are walking into lichen, and just like it did when it was hit with a stray attack... It begins to poof out. I need you to make a constitution saving throw with advantage. Constitution saving throw with advantage. Ooh, 22. And that's 20. As a warforged, you are not immune to poison, but you are resistant to poison. You can feel that if you continue through, you're probably going to have to continue activating these puffs of this. Okay. And then you will probably at some point fail and become poisoned. But maybe not. Mm-hmm. Rolling well. Okay, so do I have any inclination on how much further I'll have to trudge the distance? How many more saving um, throws I'll have to make? Make a perception check with disadvantage. And now I think you're just... Because you do <laughs> not have dark vision. Oh, what is it? What do you this want? This is a dark tunnel. Perception? Uh, perception check with disadvantage. Eight. From what you can see from where you are, then there are the lichen in the tunnel continue on for some distance, probably at least 30 or 40 feet. And past that, you you can't see anything. Interesting. And what is the consequence of being poisoned? Uh, Poison gives you disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, if I recall. Plus, you'll probably take some sort Sorry, of damage. Sorry, on skill checks and saving throws. Attack rolls and skill checks. I promise that one is what I meant to say the first time. <laughs> so, I don't, so I don't lose any health? I just suck at yeah, things? Yeah, ability checks and attack rolls. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know how to handle being poisoned either. But... Hmm. Since I already ruptured the uh, lichen on my way in, when I return back, I'm guessing it won't re-trigger again, or are you going to have it re-trigger again? It does look like it's resetting, but you should be able to make it back before it does. Okay, I'll continue to advance. Okay. Does this lichen move? Like, actively? The lichen isn't parting. It would be like walking through 
piles of seaweed or something. Oh, oh, oh okay, I'm getting you now. Okay. Because seaweed moves so, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> as you can... As you continue on, make a constitution saving throw. Again, uh, still with advantage. 17. You're fine if you want to continue on. 19. Still okay. How much further? (laughs) (laughs) Can I do another uh, disadvantaged perception check for distance? Uh, Sure. This time... Uh, just make one... No, yeah. Go ahead, disadvantage. Uh, you're about to be generous. Seven. Looks like it still continues on right now. Okay. Let's try it again. Twelve on my constitution saving. You continue on and still, this time, barely make a save against the poison effect. Ooh. I'm starting to see a lack of diminishing returns here. Or... Just diminishing returns. But let's keep going. 20. You are still fine. 21. 21. And make another perception check. With disadvantage? Yep. 16. Much better. There we go. As you're using your other senses, because you don't have the vision here. You're pretty much in I wouldn't say pitch darkness because there's still light coming from the end of the other side of the tunnel but you need to rely on your other senses to hear from here because even as your eyes have adjusted it's still really hard to see or notice anything. You do notice however that your foot freeze and you have made it through whatever this lichen bridge was. At least there's a break there. Okay. In the distance, from somewhere in the caves, you hear... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Awesome. Out of the pan, into the burner. It sounds like it's getting loud. Not louder like directly towards you but the sound is getting more closer to where you are okay and i can see around me just poorly or i can't really see anything you can't really see anything so i have no idea what the source of this sound is no okay um can i just do a general perception check of my area now with normal without disadvantage no, that was your perception check of the area. Oh, okay. So just that sound and nothing else. Yeah. Okay. And it's echoing through the cave, too. Cool. Well, since it doesn't seem I would stand to gain anything else by staying here, since I can't perceive anything else, I think I'll retreat. All right. Uh, but at a much faster be- pace. Okay. <laughs> um, I want you to make... Let's see, I I think I had you go 70 feet. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, you went 70 feet through there. Um, You're going to take the dash action. Can I have you make three constitution saves? With advantage? Yes. Eight. You can make the other ones. So I'm poisoned? You are poisoned, yes. 20 and 12. So I guess I would have gotten poisoned anyway, right? Because 12. Or that just barely made it. Well, never mind. 12 saves. 
uh, yeah, as you're going, finally one of them, as you are doing things, starts to... You're not exactly sure how it works, but it clogs you up a little bit, and you are poisoned. Cool. Um, But you make it through. You begin to hear... Um, and you hear. Is Can a, I have you make a stealth check? Is please? it a train? <laughs> <laughs> I somehow doubt it's a train. Wait, uh, all of us make stealth? Found or? The subway. Just you. <laughs> Just me? Yeah. Normal? Yeah. Uh, 11. You stand there for a second as you hear the creature, whatever it is, come out. You see something move. Wait, something where am big. I right now? Am I still in the crevice or am I out? You're just about at the mouth of it. Okay. As the creature gets there. So the creature is in the main room with everyone else? No. It's on the other side where you were. Okay. Not 10 seconds ago. And it's there, you hear. <sighs> Yeah, that doesn't sound like a train. <laughs> and it walks away. I'm not sure I actually got away with that stealth check. I think you're just being generous, Rob. Eleven's not very high. But anyway. You're pretty you were pretty far away and there was a large clouds of red particles in the air. Mm-hmm. So the DC wasn't super high. Hi. Okay, cool. Poisoned. Not eaten by a train. Good. All a day's work. <laughs> Anything down there, Guido? Uh, yep. Guido heard a thing that was making sounds that didn't sound like it liked Guido. And Guido got poisoned, so no one hugged Guido. And Guido couldn't find anything else. I give him a wide berth. Wise. Is the thing that didn't like you following you? Guido doesn't know. Guido was careful so that the thing wouldn't find Guido, and Guido thinks it worked, but Guido really can't be sure. Guido doesn't hear it anymore. Hatsa walks over to the mouth of the entrance and just puts her ear on the rock near it. Hatsa, Guido would not recommend doing that. That was where the thing was. Guido would suggest Hatsa move away from the crack. I don't hear anything now. Hatsa's about to get fucked up. It, (laughs) like a classic horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fine. I'm just going to check. Chomp. (laughs) The last fight totally didn't start with something that was invisible. (laughs) But I don't think we heard that one before, so at least... Guido did see, like... A shadow or something? Like a flash of light reflected on some kind of shiny... leg or carapace or something. Okay. Well, we found... Wraith, who was the whole reason we came here. I don't know that we need to hurry down a poisoned hallway to fight some creepy monster if we don't want to. He did say this was his home and that we were invading it. I wonder if there's any 
anything around that might be evidence for what they were planning to do with this. Oh. Although I imagine it's probably down that hallway. Oh, no. hmm. Probably worth at least taking a look around this room, see if there's anything else discarded. Yeah. So you're going to search the room? Yeah. Sounds like. Alright, hold on. My computer screen got messed up. Gonna make sure everything's still going as planned. Ooh. It is. Oh. Uh, while they're searching, um, what can you describe the scar that I saw in the wall more in depth? Like it was just yeah. a yeah. Was it like a giant crack of stone, or, or what did it look like exactly? As you looked, it was a a lightning bolt kind of shaped opening. It didn't look like it necessarily was part of the rock and it was luminescent and red and it was giving off its own light hmm. I was just thinking perhaps if this was indeed his home he might have had like a different passageway through that wouldn't have been like a secret tunnel if you will but it, it didn't look natural it looked arcane I'll see. Therefore, could have been created by him. Hmm. I don't know enough about magic. Fact. Yeah. So you're looking around. Did you guys say you wanted to case the the area? Yeah, I think Cyrilla and I were both looking for if any other belongings. Okay. Can I have you both make investigation checks? The Dirty 20 for me. And a 10 for me. As you're carefully looking around, the the only things of interest, this doesn't look like a, a literal home with a bedroom and such. You don't see a bedroll. You don't see anything in particular. It looks more just like a ritual cave. And you don't see any signs of anyone having lived here. But really, there's nothing interesting other than the candles and the circle and the, the lichen in the dead bodies. Mm. And the dead bodies. Point of order, you have not searched Ivandra, sorry, the imp. <laughs> and that would be a different, a different check. Oh, I thought he was disintegrated, or... Yeah, I didn't realize his body was still there. Oh, right, never mind. You're right, he's not there. I assume he was just, like, a dirt at this point, you know? Does, does he have his yeah. memoirs laid at his feet, too, or what's going on? Yeah, when he died, did he drop <laughs> some loot that uh, you could pick up? <laughs> no, he didn't He didn't drop loot. He melted into dust and floated away. But is that dust loot? There is dust. You can take the dust if you want. Ooh, crafting material, dust. <laughs> Make a really nice hourglass. Yeah, if, if, if glass becomes important in this, we could probably yeah, do something with that. But cool. Um, yeah, no, I... Unless unless we decide we want to go back down that hallway, I, I think we have almost exhausted our usage of this cave. 
No, I, I think we found all that there is to be found here for now. Uh, probably best not to attract the attention of anything else that might be down the way Guido investigated. Yep. Guido concurs. Best to not torment the train. Bob's kind of lucky to get away from it to begin with. I like the idea that, like, uh, torment the train is, like, some sort of idiom. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas Guido just means it literally. (laughs) 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 Ah, you know, it's like one of those things that an old Russian woman would say to you, like, don't torment the train. <laughs> yeah, but literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we're heading out. All right. Yeah, and as you start the march to back out. to uh, Hemingway. Yeah, it's going to be a while, and we have to figure out how to unpoison a machine at some point. After a little bit of time, after about a minute or so, the poison did dissipate. So you're fine now. Ah, how can you? What? Oh, Okay. Dude, there's, like, no consequences from this, then. All right. Well, for you. For me. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, just eat those lichen all the time you want. <laughs> it wouldn't be great in combat, though. Disadvantage on trackers. Ooh, I could harvest lichen and coat my arrows in it, and then I could inject it into my enemies. That's probably not a bad idea. There's some food for thought there. Okay, well, continue. Can I... As you're leaving the cave, can I have everyone other than Guido make constitution saving throws? Oh, there it is. That's a seven for <laughs> Uh, 19. 20 for Lysander. <laughs> I don't have the advantage toggle on these guys. All right, gonna make saves for them. Jeez, okay. Yeah, really put me to shame, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you leave the cave. Do I notice anything different about myself? <laughs> as you walk out, <laughs> yeah, as you walk out of the cave, Valaverin, um, <coughs> that's it. Okay. I feel like that's not just it. I do not notice anything as I walk out of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Who is leading the? Uh, trek back. Oh, shoot. Uh, I can, I guess. Who got us here? Same person. That's the answer. Sure. Can I have you make a survival check for me? Just the, uh, actually, this one is the most. Fun. 14. 14. As you exit the area, then you realize that you're not in the same place that you entered the cave. You definitely left from the same entrance. But it's not the same place. Okay. The same actual location. But as you look around, you're able to find the path where you were easily. And it looks like you may have been... This exit is like a half mile or so. It looks exactly the same, but you are a half mile or so away from from where you went in. But did I survive? Yes. <sighs> okay. But I'm saying, with your survival check, you're able to pick up the path that you originally went on, and you find all of that, and you can travel back. Curious. I wonder why we're all freaking out like that. Very easy to get turned around in this area, and understand why it's been used by smugglers to hide their goods. Indeed. Maybe the cave just moved. 
It's true. Is this cave? You know, alive? as caves are apt to do. Uh, make a alive. make a nature check. Who? Uh, Guido. I am just pressing all the buttons. Seven. Uh, from what you can gather, this cave is not an Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah, well, well, now we know. A shot. Yeah. <laughs> Good now thing we you are. checked. <laughs> okay. Uh, from there, you continue to travel back for sake of ease. Guido, can I have you make one more survival check? Sure. This time, we kept favored terrain, right? Uh, yes. No, we didn't. No, oh, we did. No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't. didn't. We kept favored enemy? Oh, all right. So you're SOL. Make a survival check for me. Dude. We should have thought this through. Nine. You're retracing the path that you already did. It's going to take you a little bit of extra time to get back, but unless there's anything anyone wants to do on the way back. Wait, then didn't you can... I keep something to help us travel? Because I was asking us about how often we were going to be traveling for more than one hour, so I thought we had... You did. I you have did specifically explore. ask. What Def does Deft Explorer give you? Apparently nothing. Oh, that but gives that you that gives you canny. It gave you canny. Oh, okay. Which you, gave you canny. Your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make that uses the chosen skill. Oh, so that Which wasn't. Uh, yeah, I think you chose animal handling. handling. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I don't have. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Yeah. So you are traveling back. And. Yeah, but you can you can find the way back without any issue. It's just going to take you a little bit longer to pick up the trail. Uh, so you will, in that, I assume you're going to use your apples first, as far as food goes. I forgot we had a lot of apples. Yes. So you would deplete all of your apples and go through, let's say, everyone has 10 rations, right? Like those starting rations? Yep. Yep. If you say so. And... You would, if you don't replace it with anything, you would go through uh, probably, let's say, another day of rations on your return. Okay. Check that. <laughs> and this is going all the way back to Hemingway or yeah. a couple of, a day or two is passing. Yeah, exactly. Be a lot I would change around my spells during the night. Yeah, so Valaverin, in the morning... Oh. Uh, you wake up not feeling super great. Can I have you make another constitution saving throw? Uh -oh. Here it comes. How about a 19? Ooh. Okay. He's constituted AF. You get a point of exhaustion. Wow. But other than that, you're you're feeling better. Or because we're covering the whole day, you feel really crappy in the morning, but you actually feel better as the day goes on. Eh, I could have just slept weird. Who knows? Damn, right. Hope that doesn't come into effect for anything useful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that morning, you all noticed that uh, Valaverin is not just tired, but also a little grouchy. Uh, pretty much through the day. Oh, that's it. 
Must be in a summer mood today. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I wake up in summer for sure. Yeah, you 100%. definitely would have a, a flavor that reflects that. Yes. All right, uh, so you continue to travel through the Tallwood, and you navigate pretty easily other than those resources that you depleted. And as you go, you get out of the woods, and you reach the river that you crossed originally to mark that you were out of the town. Um, as you reach the river and cross it, you see the familiar buildings of Hemingway. The white and brown medieval-styled houses arc towards you as they move around in a circle, and towering above the rest of the city, you find the familiar clock tower. Uh, you have returned from your adventure, battered, uh, bruised, and exhausted, but ultimately successful in your mission. All right. Good show. Good enough for me. So you arrive in... Hemingway! <laughs> we map. We should probably check in with... Uh, well, there's a few people. A few people. <laughs> yeah, there's the mayor, there's the captain of the guard, and there's the alchemist that Guido and Lysander went to see. We gave her the lichen sample to analyze. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Uh, Mayor or captain should be first. Yeah, I, I think whoever we're going to realistically run into first, but probably both of them. Captain's the one who officially sent us out looking right. Then let's start there. I think Audrey's the one that... Was it? Yeah, yeah it was Audrey, Audrey that promised you more. Oh, uh, it was Audrey. Okay. Well, then we go to Audrey. All right. Uh, give me one second. Is it just the, the captain who just told us about the, the smugglers there? All yeah, we... he helped you to find where you're going, gotcha. but it wasn't okay. that he actually did anything. But it was I'm Audrey who requested it. Did yeah, I tell okay. you how much money I was going to offer you? You were giving us money? Did Audrey tell you? Looking back through notes, I'll let you know if I find it. Okay. I, I don't recall. I don't think we did. I think it was just discussed that we'd get paid for basically working for Yeah, I feel like I would have written that down, and I didn't, so. Did Great. she ask for a proof of, uh... Jeff, did we need to bring back some of that dust with us? <laughs> I don't know if the dust would help. I'm not All sure right, it would. So That's you, a good point. You head Just to, to the town. Dirt off the ground. You <laughs> head to the town hall in the well, which is that one. Which is that one. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> yes. for those of you listening at home, we're gonna have to include some resource so you can see this map. It really just adds so much color and depth to our world. Oh, we'll put it out on the socials. <laughs> right. This colored pencil drawn sketch of a box with a brown circle in it, which obviously represents the town hall. Poop. Oh, <laughs> yes, the town hall. <laughs> okay, so you arrive here and you head to the town hall where you last left Audrey, who was sleeping in a bed in her office. It has been about four days since then, which I think puts us at whatever Thursday is. Thoughts? Bet. Bet. I forgot that you made up stupid replacement <laughs> names for the days of the week. That's the only one I remember. Thought is the only one. It's actually Thank bad. God you're here, Wait. Sarah. The no, reason wait, I did Soul is because was definitely one of them. Like, 
Soul, they were, yeah. They were yeah. based on religion, so I, I had to change him because technically the religion doesn't. I know that nobody would have questioned it, but. <laughs> I don't think I even knew day names were based off religion. I didn't. I looked Soul it up. Soul as in sun <laughs> as in Sunday? I got that. That was the only one I remembered besides thoughts. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think like Saturday's Which based on Saturn, fact. for example. Yeah, which one's uh, thought? Thursday. <laughs> so, I believe it would be Thet currently. <laughs> but either way, let's say that it took you to Thet. Uh, you were uh, decently low on water, but fine. Well, we passed the river on the way back. Yeah, that, that was uh, the no, thing. But, was... but the world is low on water. Duh. Yeah, but you, you can still farm from rivers and stuff. For the most part. My father was a moisture farmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but you, you go to town hall and... What time of day is it? It's about midday. Okay. Alright, it was close to night when you left and then you traveled for a couple days and now it's like midday because it took something in the range of a something and a half days, two and a half, one and a half days to get to where you were going. As you walk in, you see Audrey again, uh, the, I believe, halfling mayor who currently looks much healthier than when you last saw her. She is walking around. looks like she's been doing other business and not running herself to the bone Uh probably encouraged by other people to trust the people that she entrusted these tasks with. You knock on the door, you are allowed to enter, and she says, Ah, you're back. How are you? How did it go? Uh, certainly interesting. Uh, Not too much something... worse for wear, I don't think, but uh, we, <clears throat> we, we found our target of Mr. Wraith. Uh, yes, we found the accomplice, and actually, I believe we had found Devandro himself as well. <laughs> we suspect. We suspect. Sorry, you found Evandro? Wasn't he at the ceremony when he... Ugh. You know, and she makes a motion of, like, a, like a ripping motion. Oh, uh, so we tracked the... Uh, uh, our way to the jaws of the Tallwood. More of that lichen that filled Devandro's house was there the entire way. And we found a cavern with a ritual circle of some sort drawn in it and a mis misshapen form that uh, had Evandro's face. That's that's horrible. And, and all of you, you're, you're all right. I just believe we've all pulled through. Uh, we did have a fight with, I guess, who we think might have been Wraith in the cave. He almost Not got a fight. got a good one on us, but thankfully uh, his attempts failed the last moment. Uh, we're not entirely sure it was him. Instead of a halfling as the uh, hotel had led us to believe he was uh, another beast or imp of some sort. Oh, that's 
very strange, quite, quite horrible. What, what makes you think it was him? Uh, the, the fancy clothing he was dressed in matched what the proprietor of the inn had described. Okay, that should be... He was, uh, pretty adept at some illusion magic as well, actually got the drop on us. Uh, she casts Minor Illusion and, uh, just kind of produces... It's not, it's not super good. It looks more like a, a police sketch almost of a, of clothing, of like what Rafe Laudrin supposedly looks like. And the clothing is remarkably similar to, to what the imp was wearing. Ascot and all. Yes, that uh, yes, looks yes, uh, that... pretty close to what we were seeing. Oh, and so, so what happened to him? You, you clearly are all right. Guido had managed to pin him down, but rather than come uh, quietly, he tried to kill us all with some uh, device that stored a magical charge in it. Uh, we're, it misfired, which is fortunate for us, because there was nothing but dust left of him afterwards. That's very, very strange. Lots of strange things. I, I'm really sorry. I thought I was sending you on... A simple search mission, and this ended up being much more than I asked asked you for. Guido got poisoned in the first place. She she looks at you and she goes, "Warforge can be poisoned." Guido got better. Uh, this uh, probably something to keep an eye on, but yes, that red lichen very potent and seems to seep into anything, even our artificial friend here. Uh, strange, strange indeed. I haven't had much dealing with this red lichen, but uh, Anton did tell me a little bit about it. Yes, we had uh, taken a sample from uh, Evandro's house and left it with the alchemist. Uh, I don't... We'll have to check in with her to see if she's been able to determine its properties. Yes, well, we... We did have a little bit of talking with Hebnus, and she said that she actually uh, turned it over to the uh, Otarius Venom boys, and they've been looking at it ever since. Ah, good, good. I do think that I found some... a little bit more about this Rafe Laudrin fellow. I was I was doing some searching, and it... And it looks like uh, Rafe was the second of seven Laudrin children. Uh, they're some minor noble family from Lee. Uh, apparently, they made their fortune in hats, of all things. Hats, you say? Yes, hats. Strange enough. Uh, the matron of the house is Dana Laudrin, who seems to run the day-to-day -day operations. And But from the records, the business seems fair play, nothing amiss. Uh, some of the children have launched their own franchises since then. Uh, one of the sons, Leo, specializes in bowlers. Uh, Emmy works in top hats and the like, and Mats runs a fedora line. Um, hmm. And she, she pauses for a second, and she's looking now a little bit concerned about the records. Well, uh, f from the records here, though, it looks like... Uh, Rafe himself died uh, two years ago. So somebody's been impersonating him or 
at least knew the name was local enough to pass without drawing too much of a glance. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've went into these kinds of records. Of course, we have them, but I suppose, yes, he stole the identity of someone and uh, took it so that he could move about more easily. Whoever, whatever this creature was you encountered. Oh, well. Was the body ever recovered for the original? Uh, unfortunately, I just have the basic information here. I, I don't have anything about whether or not bodies are recovered. This isn't a police record by any means. Understood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what would you like us to do now, then? Well, I've, I've already asked you to do far more than than really I, I should have asked of you. So I think from here I can just uh, pay you for your troubles. Um, all right, so I originally was going to pay you 30 gold apiece, but considering the troubles that you've gone through, uh, let's make it an even 50 each. Does that seem fair? That's quite generous. Oh, that's very generous of you. Thank you. Guido will happily right. accept. Uh, so you get a total of uh, 300 gold uh, that you can split between the six of you. <laughs> oh, right. We still have two NPCs with us. Yeah. I just keep it at an even 15. Man, I don't know why I bothered warning that NPC about that crack. That would have been more gold <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, so. thank you. Um, I guess we'll follow up with the Venom and see if they've had any more success figuring out what to do about the life. Yes, you, you have my thanks. If there's anything that you need from me going forward, and if I can help you with it, let me know. We appreciate it, Audrey. All right. And you leave Audrey's office, and uh, so where are you going? Uh, to the Venom with Captain Anton, I think it was. Yes, which is right here, clearly, obviously. <laughs> oh, good. Right next door. Yeah. It is. It's pretty much next door. If you recall, you can like see into the windows from the other one. Like, then that's super really cool. We're definitely going there. Yeah. So you head into the Otaria's Venom Guildhouse slash essentially the police station here, and the doors open into the black marble entrance area that you saw before, and you go to the stop the front and you ask for Anton you have to wait a few minutes um, and then he uh, offers you in uh, he invites you in for you to go back down to where his office is he comes in and you come in and he says he he looks like he's still been doing a lot of working and he goes ah hello hello again Anton hi how how are you all doing uh, we're doing all right. Your information was very helpful uh, to get the jaws of Tom. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I was able to help you. I know I've met all four of you, um, and I definitely remember Valaverin and Cyrilla. Can the two of you remind me of your names as well? 
And of course, I already know Hata and Nakono who were here last time. <laughs> uh, Guido gestures to himself and says, Guido is Guido. Guido comes from the Guido family. Uh, but you don't have to call Guido Guido Guido. You could just call Guido Guido. And of course, I am Sir Lysenter Loisius Nuremlock. Oh, how silly of me, Guido. I am so absent-minded these days, uh, but Lysander, it's good to see you again as well. Uh, Anton, Anton already knows Guido as well. <laughs> Guido. Obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, so he looks and he says, so I imagine that you were successful in finding the Jaws? Yeah. Uh, took us a few days, but your map was helpful. Um, Audrey had mentioned she had... Are they the Venom? Yes, they're the okay. Venom. <laughs> That's what I thought. Audrey had mentioned that uh, you had taken over the research for the lichen sample that we had given. Uh, yes, we have a, a few people down the hall working on it uh, right now. Uh, just kind of seeing what it is. It's definitely arcane in nature in some way, but we're still trying to work out exactly how and what it does. We talked to Hebness, and she's been very helpful in aiding in the research as well. And now we have our own people, scientists, and mages working on it to figure out exactly what it is. Glad to hear, because the entire forest system and cave system was covered in this stuff, and it definitely seems pretty nasty. It is. We've been calling it the Vermilion Blight. That's a fancy Just name. to give it a name. It's a pretty good name, yeah. It's some kind of lichen, but that's pretty much all we've been able to gather from it so far. Um, as far as the, the Gall Room goes, uh, we haven't been able to pick up anything about any kind of conspiracy, and it seems like an isolated incident, which is good, but we also can't place a motive for it either. Yeah, students are coming to a dead end on where to move forward here. Yeah. Yes, I don't, I don't know if Audrey's told you, but it seems that the name Wraith Lodron was also uh, a fake identity taken on by our true perpetrator. No, I actually didn't hear that. So, Rafe was a fake name? Uh, he certainly existed once from a family here in Hemingway, but uh, Audrey found records showing that Rafe had died two years previously. So, the... whoever registered as him certainly wasn't the real Rafe Laudron. Uh, point of order, you were told that he was from Lee. Oh, Lee. Lee, sorry, not here. Yes. In interesting. That's, I suppose, something that we may look into. But honestly, thieves stealing identities is not only common, but a frequent ta tactic that people use. So I, I don't know how much we'll get of that. But it's definitely a lead that I didn't have before. So thank you. Uh, it may be a trickier lead than we think it's. He certainly wasn't your everyday brigand. He was... Uh, we did find him in the Jaws, but instead of a halfling, as we were led to believe, he was a imp or demon of some sort. 
skilled in illusion magic, it seemed. Strange. Very... He seems very... Like, this is new information that might may uh, aid him a lot. He did because... seem to be working on or in the area of this uh, ritual circle, and I'll pull out my journal and show him the sketch of the circle that I've taken. I copied down what was left after our fight with him. But unfortunately, some parts were damaged. We weren't able to ascertain just what he was trying to do there. Can, can any of you place the script? It's one I've not sure that I've seen before. No, it's not something I'm familiar with either. Like, do, we do we recognize the, the Marines or no? What languages do you know? Oh, we talked about this the other day. No, none of you recognize it. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I figured as much, but I just wanted to double check. Yeah, so he looks and he says, hmm, so maybe this will be a case in the, another link in the Gorum case that we can look into. We've We've interviewed everyone, and he didn't know anyone in the competition, and this is this is Rafe from what we knew of him before. Um, he has no connection to anyone in town that we know of, and every lead we had on him, both him and Evandro, turned into nothing. But I suppose none of you knew Rafe, correct? No, none of no. us are from the town. We only just arrived a few days before oh. the festival. I guess I was from the town, but let's just oh, say I well. didn't know. <laughs> Uh, sorry, of course, Guido is from here, but yeah. is there is there anything else that you're you're not telling us that could help aid in the investigation? It's not that I don't trust you; I'm just trying to be thorough. Uh, I guess final point is uh, we did find what we think might have once been Evandro Vastra in the cave as well. He had been transformed into some hideous blob. His face was the only thing recognizable. That's. There are a lot more questions than answers being being brought here, which I I sincerely, and he does, he looks sincere, I sincerely thank you for that. Yes, unfortunately we don't have many answers, but we, we can share with you obviously what we know. Now, getting to the jaw of the Tallwood is difficult work. Is there anything that you picked up that we may be able to, to look at as evidence or anything? Maybe some dust or anything along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. I think all I have is the copy of the runic circle here. There was, um, oh, actually, yes. Uh, so, uh, the emperor, whoever he truly was, we tried to take him alive, but he broke free and triggered a suicide device of some sort. Uh, it malfunctioned, but still turned him to dust. I have its remains in my pack here. And pull it out. I'd planned on sitting down at a workbench later on to try and ascertain just what it does. You pull out the dented thing that you have, um, and he says, interesting. Uh, do you mind if I take a look? Uh, certainly, go ahead. Uh, he takes a look, he thumbs through it. Um, I'm going to roll for comedy. <laughs> no, he rolled, pretty, he rolled pretty high. Um, <laughs> he blows up the town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even with a 
I think that's a 17 that he rolled. Um, oh, no, this is an investigation check. Uh, it is a 16 he rolled. Uh, he's looking at it like... He's looking at it like it's an alien artifact or something. Like, he can't make heads or tails of it. Um, and he goes, Well, this is beyond... Ew. Anything I could figure out. Um, maybe if you take this to uh, Fizzy Wilkes, then he can uh, give you more information on it. Uh, Fizzy Wilkes, we already know, is the Tinkerer's shop here in town, right? Correct. An excellent plan. If should have a workbench there where we can take it apart as well. Gordon, I think you might have said something and it didn't come through. You might have been talking to someone, something else. I was just mumbling fizzy wilks to myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As if I was thinking over the name, like, ah, yes, indeed. Ah, fizzy wilks. Fizzy wilks. Fizzy wilks. He looks to all of you and he says, well, I have to say, you've done a very, very nice job on this. I think we can take it from here. Um, but if you're looking for freelance detective work, then the Venom Guard are always looking for helping hands, and they pay well to civilians. Who knows? There may even be a place in the guild for one or two of you, or all of you, if you're doing a good job. So it's a competition now. <laughs> <laughs> one or two, you say? Hmm. Everything's a competition. Yeah, potentially all six of you. I don't know. Oh, right, those right. two NPCs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded NPCs. Um, but if you are looking for uh, any kind of work, I know that in the town of Wild, just down the road, they are looking for, um, always looking for helping hands there. That may be, be a good place to look. I have some some pretty good connections there. My former commanding officer, Captain Morgane, is uh, captain of the guard there. But it's Lieutenant uh, Rene Lalonde who you'll really want to meet up with. When, when I was in the Emerald Battalion, she was the shining star of our regiment. Uh, and he begins to uh, beam a little bit. Like, the smile betrays his kind of serious uh, nature. He goes, she could take three of the other members of the Corps on at once without breaking a sweat. I, personally, I could hold my own one-on-one, -on -one, but <laughs> I really only beat her once or twice. Um, I feel like she taught me more about life than anyone else I've ever met. Uh, Sounds like military you really life, admire of her. <laughs> oh, I'd... I mean... You say so. I mean, if you if you do head that way, let her know that I I say hello. <laughs> um, anyway, but if you are would like to pursue that, uh, then find me, and I can and can everyone. All of a sudden, you hear boom, a big booming sound um, and screams, oh. uh, and there are crashes coming from. Uh, somewhere down the hall. Ooh. And he looks around and he says, I, what was that? Um, and he pulls out his sword, which is a uh, black elven longsword with green runic inlays. He also pulls out that sounds a knife. suspiciously detailed and like it might be relevant later. Um, 
what would you guys like to do? Run Take towards the sound of the boom. <laughs> yeah, step aside, let him lead the way. He's in control uh, of this place. You are in the office. Uh, currently, the door is closed. Like behind um, him, or is he still You are closer us? to the door than he is. Throw open um, the no, door and run down the hall. All right, uh, can I have you make a perception check for me? Can I have anybody that's looking down the hall make a perception check for me? All right. Seven. Solid 12. <laughs> that's an eight for me. Nice for Lysander. Uh, cool. Guido and Valaverin, your angles are actually kind of weird. So Valaverin, you had to stop and you had to open the door and now you're on like the weird other side of the door when it swings open. Makes sense. Uh, Lysander and Cirilla, you can see right down the hall. And you see a couple of bodies of um, Otaria's Venom members dead and bleeding on the ground. Additionally, you see a couple of enraged-looking people. Uh, Other members of the guild, they just look, like, totally insane right now. Um, And they are... Just kind of looking. Earth frothing at the mouth. Yeah, exactly. And as you look around, they catch your eye of you there, um, and they begin running in your direction. Menacingly. Very menacingly. 